Hello and welcome to the Inner Call Podcast. It's me, Fleur. So happy to have you here. So happy to be here. We are talking about external versus internal feedback today as an exploration as to how you can kind of create the life that you want to create. You know, what is it that creates our future and how can a psychic read your future? What does that even mean? And then how can you really get into the driver's seat and create the future that you want? I truly believe that the intuition is the starting point, the invocation, the initiation of all manifestation. So we're going to be talking a little bit about what that means today and how you can hopefully be inspired to do some of the the work, I guess, to really create the life that you want. So welcome. For those of you who don't know, my name is Fleur. I have been doing this new podcast for a few episodes now, a few short months. Prior to my work as an intuition coach, I did readings. So I helped people to see themselves more clearly. I now call that out-tuition, and I speak about this in a past podcast episode, but defining out-tuition as the energetic information about someone else for someone else versus the intuition, which is the energetic information all around you, absorbed by you, for you. Super easy distinction between the two of those things would be something like you meet someone and you just know that person, I don't know, is having a hard time, is struggling with depression, whatever it might be, has nothing to do with you. That's out tuition. Intuition would be that same person, kind of same pool of energetic information, if you will, same energetic bathtub you're floating in, all that information around you, but same person, you just intuitively know, hey, we're going to be best friends or like, "Mm, not for me. That's intuition. It's the energetic information meant for you to live your most expansive life versus energetic information about someone else for for them, right? For them potentially to live their most expansive life or just information that you're picking up on about that person. That really has absolutely no effect on your life. It doesn't change anything for you. It doesn't change the way you're going to operate, make decisions, move forward. It's independent of how you're living. The ability to distinguish between those two is incredibly important. When we are very attached to out-tuition, and there's many reasons why we could be attached to out-tuition, we often, when not in balance, lose the ability for intuition. Intuition requires internal feedback, requires the ability to focus on self, it requires boundaries, it requires prioritizing the self, and out-tuition doesn't. Many people will live a life in which their out-tuition can be quite strong. And I would venture to say we're all in out-tuition all the time. We're like having these energetic conversations with people all the time. Like it happens constantly. And we can, I don't know, chalk some of that up to nonverbal cues or mirror neurons or the rest of it. And I'm sure a lot of that is happening, or I know a lot of that is happening, but I also believe that we are in energetic communication. We're having conversations together all the time, energetically, about who we are, what we want, what our desires are, what's happening in our lives, and then also how we perhaps fit into the person's life that we are engaging with. And there is so much important information in that exchange. There's so much benefit potentially for you on the intuition side. And also on the out-tuition side, at the most elevated level, 
can really be one of service, right? Like our tuition is the ability to tune into somebody else's energy and reflect back at them the deeper truth, the deeper knowing, what is energetically true. And we have all been in times where our head is in the way or we do not have access to our own truth. And so out tuition affords you the opportunity, the ability to service, to reflect somebody back at themselves. That's beautiful. And I would also say that out tuition is used by people who are in any kind of service industry, whether you are a therapist, whether you are a doctor, whether you are a veterinarian, like anyone who is in the business of helping others is tuning into their intuition. Like that person's health and survival isn't inherently linked to you. It's not going to change how you make decisions. You are in that moment in service, in career. That's intuition. So we don't want to like say, oh my God, intuition is the worst and one should never be pointed externally. Of course not. But we want an equal exchange. You want a little bit of this. You want a little bit of that. You want to give something back to the world, but you also want to receive. Intuition is your center starting point for anything surrounding manifestation. Outuition is amazing, can be in service like we talked about, but also you're tapping into other people's truths. And that is a kind of a lowercase truth. You know, it's not uppercase truth. Uppercase truth, I think we're looking at divinity and expansiveness and whatever you want to call that thing that is within and outside of you that is spirit, that is love, that is God, that is goddess, whatever you want to call that big thing, that's capital T truth. And any time that it is brought into conscious awareness, translated, it becomes lower key T truth because it's translated. We can't stay in big capital T truth when it comes through bias, when it comes through a lens, when it comes through perspective, it becomes lowercase truth and truth is truth, but it might be different for you than it is for me. And so when we're tapped into the out tuition, we're tapped into other people's lowercase truth, not your lowercase truth. Perhaps the energetic collective that it comes from, however you want to see that original source spiritual or not spiritual, when it comes down into lowercase truth, it's very important that you still have access to what is yours, not what is someone else's. Because how you choose to live your life will really require that you are tuned in to the intuition, meaning the energetic information meant to help you live your most in tune, expansive, big, 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 big life. Intuition cannot exist when the external feedback is louder than the internal feedback. And we, of course, like to think of the external feedback as all the noise in our environment. And that is completely 100% the external feedback that I'm speaking to, but also other people's truth. We can look at that as external feedback as well. If their truth doesn't align with your truth, that's external feedback, You're taking on board something that is not yours. That's not your internal feedback. It's not for you. It's not your truth. Hasn't been translated by you, for you, in alignment with what you're trying to create in the world, what you're trying to do in the world. That's somebody else's truth. And that's the differentiation of out tuition versus intuition. If you are 
only tuned into others, whether in service or not, but if your entire focus is external for whatever reason, right? It could have been programmed from a subconscious need to feel safe in the world or subconscious need to really keep tabs on everybody. But if that's where the energy is focused, then you are ping-ponging around the world and manifestation will have a very hard time to be as expansive as it could be for you. Manifestation requires intuition. Intuition requires internal feedback. It requires you coming home to self, which is what brings me to this idea of the psychic reading because psychic reading is out tuition, right? It's kind of the same, I mean, same, same, but different as going to a doctor or a therapist and them tuning into their out tuition to guide how they move your your treatment forward. That's out tuition, but there's a psychic layer to that. You know, I call it out tuition. We can call it psychic. In a psychic reading, in that out tuition reading, that's still external feedback. And it can be incredibly helpful and it can be a massive service if in that moment the psychic helps you see something in yourself that aligns you with your truth, ideally. But we have to remember that it's still going through their lens. It's still going through their way of thinking, their point of view. And so it's not capital T truth. It will never be capital T truth. And when we turn to psychics over and over and over again, readings over and over and over again, no one's going to want to hear this. And I'm so sorry, but you are giving away a lot of your power. I know, I know it's super fun to get a reading. I hear you. But I truly feel that the best way a reading could function in your life is to be that initial moment to go, oh my God, holy shit, there is something beyond the physical. Like, how'd you know that? How'd you read that? Like, where was that coming from? That's a crack. That's like an opening for you to say, wow, there's something beyond self. But after that point, I would ideally not have you rely on someone else. I would ideally have you know that that energetic information available to that person is available to you too. And to allow that experience of the reading to no longer then be limited to the external feedback you're getting from that person, but allow that reading to wake you up to there is something going on energetically around me in this world. Let me tune into it for self. Let me tap into intuition. Let me tap into internal feedback. If you can do that, you can move mountains. But giving your power away to a reader, I mean, it's just that. It's still giving your power away. You are handing someone else the reins. You're saying, what do you see? What do you think is right? What do you think I should do? And when we do that too often, and one of the reasons I'm very passionate about it is because I've seen people do that very, very, very often. When we hand the power over to somebody else, we are saying my internal feedback isn't prioritized. And by the definition, then you are not in intuitive flow. You have prioritized external feedback, well-meaning external feedback over internal feedback, and you've lost the ability to be intuitive. The second reason why I wouldn't want you to give up that power to an external source completely, no matter where it's coming from or where it exists, is that the moment that someone looks at your current situation and defines it as truth, 
it kind of has, how do I put this? It's like, it's a snapshot of your life. So what is, what is that reading that you're getting? This is somebody looking at you today in this moment going, hey, this is how I see it. And perhaps they make some predictions, right? Perhaps they say in a year this happens or I see you heading over here or doing that or whatever you're doing. And that could be true in that moment because everyone is a creature of energetic habits and you're in these little loops and you're making decisions all day long and it leads you down a path. And in that moment, that's what the psychic is reading. But when you're handing that truth over to them and when you're handing that power over to them, you're forgetting that the only reason any of that's predictable, any of that's in your future is because you're an energetic self and you are an energetic communication with your environment and you are in energetic loops where you're making choices all day long. And that is what defines your future. The future is not set in stone. It truly isn't. But so many of us, in so many areas of our life are in a stuck loop. We're making the same energetic choices, energetic habits. We're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And that creates a life that is very predictable. So if you're in a place right now where you feel that your greatest access to truth is to hand it over to somebody else, the external psychic, the external astrology reading, the external anything, I invite you to see if you could take a break, do a detox, knowing that if you're giving the power to the external, the internal can't be heard and the intuition cannot exist. And if the intuition cannot exist, then you can't see what energetic habits you're in, which means you can't change them, which means you're kind of stuck and you're like living a life that's a bit blindfolded. But once we can go internal, we can see the patterns that we are in. We can see the intuition, how it speaks to us. And then, and then we can create and manifest some incredible things. The work is, I feel, maybe the awakening. I kind of don't like that word, but it's true. The awakening, that moment of realization is when you take responsibility for your own life and you realize that, No external feedback is going to get you there. No outsourcing is going to get you there. Like you have to do it. And you have everything within yourself to make that happen. The intuition exists within all people. The intuition is accessible for all people. You have everything you need within self to make the right decision. And maybe in the beginning, that relationship feels a really, like, really sticky. You know, you've been outsourcing for so long that it just makes sense to outsource, that it just kind of seems like that is where I'm getting my biggest shifts or my biggest awareness. But I would challenge you to say, what is the percentage in your life right now? How much of it is coming externally, well-intended or not? You know, whether it's like the chaos of the world or the well-meaning, well-intentioned reader or the friend, or the advice from the partner or the parent or whoever, right? Like they can be using their intuition and that can be really of service and really helpful. But at the end of the day, it still needs to make sense and align with the intuition too. Coming back to that, like if you're not connected to self, then nothing can be manifested and created. You'll just kind of be in a loop of what's already been true. 
And that's not defeatist because I think like it's it's a really empowering space to then be in and realize of like, okay, wow, if I do the work of coming back to self, if I identify the intuition in the way that I know that it exists within me, my gift is I can go any which way. Like my spirit knows what it wants to create. I know what I want to create and it's going to nudge me in the right steps, the right direction to go where I need to go in order to make that manifestation a reality. I might not see the big picture, but I'll get a nudge in the right direction. We can't hear that nudge. We won't know that nudge. We don't have access to that nudge unless the internal feedback is created, unless we know how to pull it back to self. My question to you today is, where is most of your information coming from? And to just take a look at what are my external feedback sources right now. Get like really honest. Top five people in your world. Whose advice do you take on board? Um, What social media are you engaging with? Maybe it's time to do a little detox. Maybe it's as simple as just witnessing like, oh yeah, okay, these are my sources and looking at them a little bit more critically and asking, am I just taking it on because I've been taking it on forever? Or is this really beneficial? Of course, like speaking of that intuition again, we can have a friend who sees you clearer than you see yourself. And that can be really beautiful. And you might want to take that on board, see if it also aligns with your intuition, and then allow that to motivate your next steps. But we want to make sure that we know where you are giving your power and how much of your power you are giving. What is dictating and running the show right now? And what can you do to take just one step back to self? That might be as easy as just today asking yourself, well, all right, I got this opinion from Barry, but like, how do I feel about it? Right? Like if I close my eyes and maybe you can do that right now with me, actually, like, let's say there's a question on your mind right now, something that you have been mulling over in your brain, something you would love some insight on, some intuition on, and take a second to think about the advice that you've received or the external feedback you've taken on about that situation. We also want to consider any kind of social cultural pressure, right? Like let's say it's a dating issue. What external feedback have you taken on board as to what this relationship should look like or how it should be progressing? And then secondly, what has family, friends been saying about this? Social media input as to like what kind of picture perfect thing are you going for? Kind of just sit within all of that and recognize how much external feedback you are taking on about this issue. And then take a moment, take whatever advice has screamed most loudly at you or whatever feedback has seemed kind of the biggest in your face feedback as to what you should do and sit with how that feedback feels in your body. Like, does that make you feel expansive and like, yes, that's the right call of action for me or is it a no? The body speaks and it's one of the ways that the intuition speaks. It's not the only way that the intuition speaks. But one of the ways that the intuition does get translated is through bodily sensations. And so bringing a question or bringing external feedback to the table and checking in with the self and saying, well, hmm, does that make my body feel expanded or constricted? 
Is that a good feeling or a bad feeling? In short, is that a full body yes or is it a full body no or is it a maybe? Can really help you clue in to what external feedback you're taking on. And it can also be really helpful for any kind of out-tuition that you've called upon. So if you if you did get a reading and some of it just doesn't really feel good and you've been mulling it over in your head or you get really nervous about it or what does it mean, take it on board. See, check in with self. How do you feel about that truth? Is that truth for you? Again, we want to realize truth can be interpreted in many different ways. Just because it's energetic information and just because it's been translated and just because it's been brought to the surface doesn't mean It's capital T truth. We're all translating. We're all summarizing. We're all figuring out the best translation for us. But the power of the intuition is that it will make sense to you. And so anything you take on external, you want to do that double check. You want to make sure like, okay, that was external, but does it also pass the internal feedback check? Is it also passing the intuitive check? Is that true for me? so important. So guys, I just have been loving doing this podcast. And one of the things that I want to close with today is a little bit of what we talked about before. It's that sense of how do we create, like what gets in the way of that intuition and how can we open up some space? And the one way that I've really found to be able to do that with people is through retreats. Because in retreat, every single morning we wake up, And we do some digging in the best of ways. We take a look at what subconscious beliefs are running your show. Is there emotional release that's needed? Is there physical release that's needed? What are you not saying? And we do this in a very embodied somatic practice. So I bring in breath work. I bring in dynamic meditation. We dive deep into the release of the somatic self. Something I can't do on my online mentorship programs, even though I'd want to, because the element of safety for me is so important in that. So if this is part of the methodology of this method that you're wanting to do at home, I would say absolutely you can. You can bring in breath work. You can shake it out. You can do that dynamic. But make sure you're in a very supported, very loving environment with someone who can hold your hand and walk you through it should you need to. You know, this kind of stuff when we're Taking apart what's underneath the surface, it can be a lot when it rises up to the surface. And it's the number one reason that at every single retreat, I have a golden rule that for every four participants, we have one staff member. They can just be like a supportive, hey, I'm here kind of person. That's what we do in these mornings. We move you deep. We get it out. There's always someone on staff who's going to help you push it out just a little bit more so that you have more space to be intuitive. And so if that's something that you're interested in, you can join me in Italy. There is a really amazing retreat coming up. Italy, last week of August, August 27th through September 2nd. Really excited about it. There will be another retreat in the UK later on in the year, and I'm sure we'll do one in 2024. So if you're listening to this at a later time and you're like, ooh, I'm intrigued, What is that? Sign me up. There will be retreats. You can check on the website for the next upcoming one. But the Italian one is coming up just around the bend, if you will. And I'm very, very excited about it. It's a full working intuition activation retreat. We look at every single element of my method. We look at how do we understand how your intuition works? How do we structure it? We then do the detangling. It's like we're getting into the nervous system. We're releasing what's there, unblocking 
removing old subconscious limiting beliefs that you're holding. Then we're teaching you how to truly relax your nervous system, like really get in there and let it flow. And I'm teaching you how to clue into your power. So those are the four elements of all of my intuition methodology. It's what I teach online and what comes into the retreats. But the retreats gives this like extra little digging into it. And again, you can do this at home. Like you can do the breath work. You can do the releasing. There's a million paths to roam as to how we can get into what's holding us back, both somatically, emotionally, mentally. But there is something about doing it in community and by being held that really releases elements of old locked emotions, trauma, capital T, lowercase t, the people who are holding you with that safety net so that the body can release it and let go in a totally safe environment. So I hope to see some of you there. And in the meantime, thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope that you take away a nugget of information today and leave us a review. You know, I'd love to hear how this is landing with you so far. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.